Kill the gnat. I, I can't see it very good. It's so small. I thought you were an author. <laughs> that doesn't mean I have to talk like it all the time. All right. Them good words you got. Mm -hmm. Y'all come back now. You're here. What am I doing? I don't know. What are you doing? Your very best? <laughs> no. Not even close. <clears throat> <sighs> well, hello. Welcome back to Mindless Prattle. Oh my gosh, an intro this week. <laughs> I didn't Where... even, you know how I dedicated I was to just leaving it last week? Because we went an entire over an hour. <laughs> and then I was like, are you going to do the intro? And you're like, oh no, it's too late now. I'll just do it now and then you can edit it in. Right. And then you did an <laughs> intro and then we immediately did the outro. <laughs> and then I edited it and I took out the intro entirely. And I was like, nope, I'm leaving it out. <laughs> we missed it. Too bad. <laughs> I honestly, I didn't listen to it. Yeah, I listened to them on Mondays. <laughs> Not the previous week. But hi, we're your hosts. I'm Ripley, the person who usually forgets to introduce the podcast and tell you what we're talking about because we don't know. And that's Jordan. And we're both here. Woo! True. Neither one of us is sick. What? No, yeah. 10 out of 10. <clears throat> Do you want to go first or... Should we start off strong with the childbirth kink thing? Mm, I mean, you go for it. Okay. I, I still got to type this out real quick. So listen. Go on. I was watching this Bailey Sarian video. I like, she does like murder. Ooh. She's a YouTuber. She does like murder mystery and makeup. Um, and then she also does like dark history. She has a series called Dark History. And she talked about like the dark history of childbirth and how it became what it is today. And... Like, you're not really, so if you don't know, you're not really supposed to give birth laying down. Like, it's actually really bad for the woman. Like, it's not natural. Yeah, you're supposed to be walking through the forest, gathering berries. <laughs> no, like. And then the kid drops out, and you're like, and then you hand them a basket or a spear, depending if they're a boy <laughs> no. or a girl. You may just go into their new lifestyle no. of hunter or gatherer. <laughs> if you're Spartan, I guess. But, um, <laughs> like, it's more natural for a lot of women to, like, squat or, like, bear down, you know, like, use gravity to help you. Yeah. Eject that <clears throat> basketball coming out of your body. Um, so, everything was going well and good. Birth was like mostly kept for women type of thing. And then uh, men got involved. They wanted to make it like a medical procedure back when only doctors, like men could only be the only doctors. So they made it where you have to have like a license and stuff. And they started like making all these medical inventions and the guy who invented, like, the modern-day, like, birthing hospital bed where women lay down designed it because he said it was easier for the physician. Yeah, right. to sit there. <laughs> yeah, awesome for you, dude. But then King Louis XIV promoted the idea because apparently he had a kink for watching women give birth, which back then, like, you weren't, like, nobody was allowed in besides, like, your, the doctor and, like, yeah, the women. husband usually wasn't allowed in. Yeah, like, it was rare, like, not social custom at all. So, like, that's very faux pas back then. But basically because Louis XIV had a childbirth kink, women have to suffer. Was he the one, which king was it that has all the wives? That's Henry VIII of England. The No, 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 the, the one that, um, 
like broke away from was it England that broke away from the church because yeah, he, he didn't he wanted to divorce? Yeah, that's King Henry the Eighth. Okay. Um his wives were divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. Yeah, obviously. I learned that rhyme in school. I remember the rhyme, but I didn't know the king. <laughs> yeah, he uh he was so horny for Anne Boleyn that he divorced his wife of like 20 years and <clears throat> separated from the Catholic Church, created his own church, yep. and then beheaded Anne Boleyn because she didn't give him a son. Yeah. And then what was it? The study? I don't know if it's a real study or not. I never looked into it, but I saw the headline for a study once and it just, <laughs> yeah, that's headline? how it works. Like the abstract or like what, no, the headline. What, what's the headline in the study? Like if you're scrolling through like news stories and there's a headline that's like, new oh, like study a new finds, story blah, about blah, a study. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, it was the correlation between dick size and gender of the baby right mm -hmm. and that study was like oh obviously the longer the dick you have now given a better chance of having sons instead of daughters and i just thought that was always funny i don't know I if it's it was, true oh yes actually so that there is a correlation um it's because female sperm are like typically healthier but they're slower so they take longer to get to like an egg but male sperm are really quick, but are more often likely to be deformed or have issues that prevent them from penetrating the egg. So what you're saying is I have a high chance of having a son. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> but, you know, like my family mostly has daughters. And then I feel like your family is like 50-50. Yeah, like it seems like y'all have a pretty even mix of girls whoa, and whoa, boys. Whoa. Let's look at where we're getting the sperm from in my family, all right? It's two thirds. <laughs> it is. I have a brother, me, and one sister. <laughs> it's not half. <laughs> well, you know, it's close enough. It's not close enough. Listen, it's in fact 16. Do you have something to talk about besides this? Why are you trying to change subjects? We're talking about the male birth rate of a family, all right? Okay. <laughs> How it's important. Well, my sister has like, well, two and one, so she still has more <clears throat> girls than boys. Yeah, but that's with two different people. Mm -hmm. two different the first fathers. one's 50-50, so the jury's out on him, but the second <laughs> one, only one Good. daughter, so... That's all I'm saying. You I know? don't want to think about that. I don't want to think, think about, about my family members like that. Right. No. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. Female with my cousin, three boys. He's three and oh. I'm just saying. Which one? <laughs> oh, oh, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> you have so many. <laughs> Our cat's like trying to eat the plastic stuff jordan's computer rests on, on the no she's trying to eat a cable she was doing that to your headphones the other day was she really she was laying in your chair while you were at work <clears throat> and the headphone cable was going across the chair because you like to entangle the two like yeah. they're connected like soulmates <laughs> and she looked up like I, I pet her and she looked up and she went what? and just bit the cord like real hard and i was like stop it and like i grabbed her and she was like and, like choked up the cord that she was biting on like you know, I watched this video earlier on TikTok and this like pet doctor lady was like, oh, there's two types of purrs in cats. And this one means that they're requesting something from you. And this one means that they're like content or happy. Mm -hmm. And I listened to them and I was like, 
The first one sounds like the cats when they're asleep. The second one sounds like the cats when they are making biscuits. Yeah. So did you <clears throat> did you by chance today? Did you don't make that face? Did you <laughs> by chance today? Did you happen to catch what they looked like when you hissed at their squirrel? No, did you take a video? No, but I want to. Where were you at? Were you on the couch? No, I was I went over to the door and I was like <laughs> I was chastising the squirrel. Yes, of course. <laughs> As one does, I was like, listen, knock it off. They're inside, you're out there, you're fine. Eat your little nuts and go. like I refilled the feeder. <clears throat> there was plenty out there. That bitch came here like 10 times today. He would not stop coming here to eat. Like, Mr. Squirrel, what are, is, is there another like winter storm coming or something? And he's stocking up all the nuts. I don't know. But he was over on our porch way too fucking much, frankly. <laughs> but the cats were inside chilling. The second time he came up, Chipmunk was out there. And I came up and I was like, oh, she in hunter mode. Like, she, like her ears were back. She was like, like a tiger, like readying her body, you know? She almost caught him. He just barely went down the side of the thing before. And I was you, like, oh, no. You skipped the best part of the first one. You were not chastising. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So after you I finished chastised. chastising the squirrel, I told Jordan, I was getting really annoyed because I was trying to read. I was trying to relax. And the squirrel was being so fucking loud. He was like, <laughs> like over and over, just screeching into. And I'm like, sir, you're fine. Go away. Um, so finally, I decided I would just hiss at the squirrel because like that's what the cats do when they want things to leave them alone so i figured it would scare the squirrel off so i was like <laughs> like like uh, the cats do better in person <laughs> all right well i mean that's and then after two times of doing that he fucked off also could have just tapped the glass but you know either one i tried that motherfucker was not having it he was being brave today like i said he kept so coming you got, you're just not scary at all huh no because but he got attacked by our cat and he still came back later while both cats were out on the porch he didn't get caught by her and that's Sweet different than a attacked shit. that's threatened he she's got him though like she smacked him and like like i said it was real close like he barely got away and then both cats are out there and this time, Chipmunk just watched him the whole time. Didn't, didn't try to attack him. I don't know if they're forming yeah. attacks and becoming friends. But. She's like, you lead the birds here. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. <laughs> you can keep having the nuts. <laughs> yeah. And Sweet Roll, she was laying in the chair, and she was just, she didn't give a shit. She, did, nah, she has no fan. predator instincts in her little dumb body. Wow, all right. Way to just insult my cat like that. I mean, she really acts like she has one brain cell sometimes. Like I said, she was doing backflips earlier for a toy, and I was like, girl, you're going to... like, Oh, I'm sorry that my cat is happy and has fun, <laughs> and your cat lays around all day and is emotionally supporting your depression. I'm sorry. Okay? No, but like, my bad. she literally like knocked herself into the coffee table. I was like, you're going to give yourself a concussion if you continue at this rate, cat. Look, she's never felt so good, all right? I know. Sickness gone. She put the worms all over your blankets. Now she doesn't have any. Like it's a I whole had to thing. wash everything. You watch. Okay. Did we talk about that here's, last week? We did. But here's here's what the funny part of it was, right? <clears throat> I looked at one of the the camera feeds last uh, like during that whole thing because you were like freaking out about stuff, right? Oh no! What did you? And see? it was after. It was after you were like, I had to wash everything, and you were going to bed. And you were like, oh, no, the comforter isn't dry yet. 
So you put it on the couch to dry and then went to bed with a different blanket. And then I immediately watched Sweet World jump up on the blanket that was drying the comforter that you just washed and just roll around on it. And I was like, <laughs> what was the point in washing it? You Wait, put it in her reach. So did you see my like near psychotic breakdown? No, I didn't look at that. Okay. <clears throat> I, I, oh, I found the little worm piece and I was like talking myself down, man. I was like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's just a worm. You can wash your hands. You can wash everything. It's fine. You don't have to freak out. Like I was like calming myself down. I was like, Ooh, buddy, they decided to test me today. Worms. Well, you've been going through soda. Okay. I quit smoking nicotine. Oh my god, dude. It's crazy. Like nicotine's cheaper. Like, fuck. Like, it's it's crazy. Because last time I was here it was two weeks ago. And there were five cases of soda. And then I came back today and there was three cases of soda, but not the same soda. Three new cases. Not even remotely the same. And I was like, wow, that's interesting how we went through five cases in two weeks, most of which I guarantee got poured out because that's just the way you operate. And honestly, not a lot of it. A few because I fell asleep and like it went flat, but like. I think that's from the wax thingy. Why are you? What are you doing here? You're supposed to be telling a story. You're distracting me. You're messing with my shit. I'm not distracting anything. I'm pointing out how gross it is. I think it's wax. I don't know if it'll come out. I was thinking about getting a new one of these, but your sister got me this, so I didn't want to. You're not making a lot of sense in the podcast eyes. Okay, so there's like this like circle stain thing on my web. What is this called? Mat. What kind um, of mat? Mouse pad. Mm -hmm. It's like a giant mouse pad. Um, and there's a stain from my wax melter on there. And if yep. I scrub it, it'll and come out. And her immediate reaction was to lie to me and go, I don't think it'll come out. And then she started rubbing it while she was giving that description and half of it is now out. Okay, so, I wasn't lying. I genuinely didn't think it would come out. So I was So you just didn't even attempt it? Oh my god. That's I even forgot worse. It was there until now. That's even worse. Look down. Use your new eyeballs. You got contacts, right? Use them. I'm out of them. Oh my gosh. Ripley I tried got to contacts. put the last one in today, and I could not. I lost it. So Ripley got contacts this week, and it has been just a true highlight of my week. <laughs> it's been so fun of emotions, just roller coaster and back and forth of, I hate these things. They'll never be in my eyes. They live elsewhere. I'm evicting <laughs> them. I got them in. Everything's nice. I can see everything. Yay. Like, it's uh, like immediately okay. back, and you're like, all right. Well, Literally, when I was at the optometrist, I, like, he put them in the first time and then took them out, you know. It was awful. I couldn't figure. Like, I don't understand. I've never had a problem touching my eye or anything like that. Like, I put makeup in my eye. Like, I I wind my waterline with makeup and all this stuff. Like, I'm fine with things being near my eye like that. But oh my god, he would get near me and I'd be like, you know, <laughs> like I just blink. I couldn't help it. And he's like, he kept he kept complaining. He's like, you have such long eyelashes. And he was really nice about it. But I was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, you know, the first time that. They put contacts in my eyes. That man, like, half on assaulted me, right? What? Like, like, it hurt, like, you know? And I was like, mm. he's like, it's going to hurt. And I was like, I feel like it shouldn't. No. And, like, <laughs> he's like, you ever, well, here's what it was. He's like, okay, touch. He asked me to touch my eye, right? Uh-huh. And so <laughs> I was like, sure. And I touched it, and, like, it, it, you know, it hurt. So I was, like, blinking a lot. And I was like, why did I do that? And he goes, all right, so you're not used to things touching your eyes. 
because like you said, like you do makeup and mm-hmm. this stuff touches your eyes, so you get more used to it. I was like, yeah, why would stuff touch my eyes? That's crazy talk. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this will probably hurt a little bit. Then I was like, what? And then like just going at it. And I was like, ah, rah, rah. he's like, look at the point on the ceiling. I'm like, what point? And there's like a little dot like on the ceiling that just says, look here. And I'm like, what is that for? And he goes, for this situation. And I'm like, all right. Well, like, really? like it was only there so that people get in contact and could stare at Because otherwise you're staring straight ahead at the wall to get the exam done. I've never oh, looked up. Really? They had my yeah. chair like slightly tilted back or like he told me to tilt my head back. And then he said, just look straight and keep your eyes open. I'll yep. do the rest. That's yeah. But he, every time I blinked thing. and stuff, he stopped. He was like, he wasn't rude about it. He's like, okay, we'll just give your eye a minute to adjust and then I'll try again. No, see, mine said there's a dot on the ceiling with one hand like prying open my eye and the other hand like, <laughs> like wiggling in the contact. And I was like, where am I looking? I'm trying to see, but your fingers are in the way. And... <laughs> He was not having it. He's like, no, it needs to go in here. Poop. And I was like, ah. so I was sitting there blinking and I'm like, I can see, but everything's watery. And he's like, yeah, just keep blinking. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I walked out. I was like, thank goodness that's done for today. And I can see literally. And then she's like, okay, sit down right here. I'm like, yeah. She goes, here's a mirror. And I'm like, they're not glasses. I don't need to see myself. I know I look good. And, <laughs> and she's like, no, take out the contacts. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, but they took so long to get in. She's like, yeah. And now we, you need to prove to us that you can take them out. And I was like, but that's, that's wasteful. They, they're already there. Just How leave old them. are you? I was in like middle school. Oh my gosh. I was, I was like, but that's wasteful. She's like, no, you have to prove you can take them out. Otherwise we can't send you home. And I'm like, am I imprisoned here? Like you, <laughs> I'm going to leave. Like what the, f-? But then again, I was—they won't give you the prescription. <clears throat> not an adult. Well, that too. But like, I was not an adult, so my mom was like, "Take him out." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." So like, I took him out, and lady came back. She's like, "Good, here's two more." And she got the feeling, like she knew, she got the feeling. She's like, "You're gonna be here a fucking while." And so she she hands me two, right, like two contacts, because my eyes were the same. She's like, "They're the same. Uh, you got to put them in." She goes, "I'll be back in a minute." And I was like, okay. I assume she left because she knew it was going to take me a minute to get them in. So here's what happened. She stood up and like took a step towards the door. And then I immediately followed up with, I lost one. And (laughs) like, oh my gosh, she turns back around. She goes, what? Like it's lost in your eye. And I was like, no, like I opened the package and I tried to pick it up and I don't know where it went. And of course, I don't have glasses or contacts. See, yeah. I don't have glasses or contacts in right now, so I can't see shit. And she's like, "Well, where did it go?" And I'm like, "Do you know what lost means?" Like, I don't know. You should like you can see right. Like, <laughs> so she comes over and she looks for about like that long, and she goes, "I'll go get another one." And like walked off, and I was like, "All right." And so I grabbed the other one, opened it more gently this time because I felt like that would help me somehow, <laughs> and took it. And I immediately, I was looking in the mirror. I immediately just like put it in. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that was cool. <laughs> and she came back and she saw me just sitting there and she's holding the other one. She hands it to me and I start opening. And she goes, oh, you didn't have to wait for me. I said, oh, I didn't. She goes, did you lose the other one? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, it's in my eye. She goes, I was only gone for like a minute. And I was like, yeah. And I've been sitting here for like 48 seconds. I don't know. I gotta... <laughs> Ragger. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. And so then like the way that I... The way that I did the first one, she's like, okay, prove it. And I was like, okay. Like it wasn't in my eye and she could just look. 
But I was like, okay. So I tried it with the second one, and the second one just wasn't happening. She goes, all right, I'll be back later. Like she stood up and left again, and I was like, oh no. Like now I've lost the trust <laughs> and confidence. <laughs> I've lost the trust and confidence. And what it was is with my left eye, I can open it pretty wide with just two fingers. Jesus. But on my right, I can't do it as much because my nose is in the way. So like I can't open it as wide. You so can't use your other hand. So it fucked me up, right? So then I had to like figure out some new way. So then I I do it like this now, like with my just my uh, left hand going around my nose because my nose was in the way. And I figured that out real quick because I was like, I don't want this bitch to come back and me still be struggling. So I put it in and I was like, great, these are wildly uncomfortable. And here's the other part of it too: was like I didn't get told anything right about the contacts. Everybody in my family wore monthly contacts if you don't know monthly there's two different kinds of contacts. well there's a bunch of different kinds but the main ones there's daily contacts and there's monthly contacts monthly contacts is like the ones you see in the movies where they take them out of that special little case and they they put them in their eyes and then at the end of the day you take them out of your eyes mm -hmm. and you put them back in that case and you put a little more saline solution yeah. in there and you like close them off and you're like i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> like and yeah, there's I think that Chelsea used to use those. right and they're they they last for a whole month they're good for like 30 days like depending on how long you wear them and there's dailies, which are much thinner, but they only last a day because if you take them out, they dry out so fast that you can't use them again the next day. Which I didn't know this and no one had ever told me this because I was just like, Ma, I can't see. And she took me to the optometrist, <laughs> you know, and she was like, do you want contacts? And I was like, sure, I'll try them. Like, why not? Painful. But then, you know, it's better now. But but they didn't explain that to me. So for like the first week, you know, they only gave me the two contacts. They're like, this is left, this is right. And I'm like, aren't they the same prescription? They're like, oh, yeah, they are. I'm like, all right, well, then why did you even, you know? So then I put, here's what happened. I put, uh, I took them out that night. Perfectly fine, you know, whatever. Got ready for school the next morning. Was like trying to put it, put in the left one, got it in was trying to put in the right one and it just was having a bad day. Like it wouldn't go in like half an hour. I was sitting there trying to put it in. It's like, where <laughs> to the point where I was looking at it and I'm like, man, I have never been with more of a bloodshot eye than right now. Like I couldn't get it. I was like, I don't know where uh, it is. What happened? I can feel the burning already. And so like, finally I was like, all right, last attempt. And then I'm just going to say, fuck it and take the other one out. And God heard me. And so <laughs> I, I stabbed myself. I was like, get in there. And I was like, Oh, I don't feel it. I was like, this is great. Oh. I was like, this is great. It's perfect. And then I look around and I was like, nope, it is not in my eye. And I look around and I'm like, I have no idea where it is. It's gone. Was it in it's your gone. Eye? No, it was gone. Okay. I was have you like, ever seen those videos of like old people with dementia forgetting their contacts oh, yeah, yeah, and they pull out like oh, 70? Yeah. Oh, that's a fear of mine. Yeah. So no, it was gone. So my mom comes down and she's like, you ready to go to school? And I was like, absolutely not. Um, I can't see. And she's like, just put your contacts in. And I was like, see about that. Like, what <laughs> What do you think I've been doing here? I'm like, you know how normally I told her, I'm like, you know how normally I'm get ready for school and then I go up and we have breakfast and then you take me to school. And she's like, yeah, you didn't come up this morning. I'm like, what do you think I've been doing? Like, it's a whole thing. Anyway, it was gone. She's like, well, it's like, well, you can't go with just one. I'm like, I realize that. So I took it out and I put it in the case. Yeah, she's glasses, like, right? and I was so like, she could tell I was real upset. I was like, something. So I put my glasses on. She's like, I'll go get another contact today from the optometrist. It's fine. Like, the, don't worry about it. Well, you'll try again tomorrow. I was like, mm -hmm. all right, cool, sure. So I wore those. She I just went to school with glasses. I wore those for like a week. 
And every day I would take them out like halfway through the day because they just hurt my eyes so much. I told my mom, like, they hurt. Like, I'm switching to glasses halfway through, like, every day. And she's like, yeah, we need to change that. So we went back to the optometrist, and I was like, she, and they were like, well, what hurts about them? I'm like, they're so thick. It feels like there's a pane of glass in my eyes. And they're like, well, that's pretty much what it is. I'm like, well, no. They're like, oh, well, we have these much thinner options. I was like, yeah. okay. I'm like, why didn't we try both of those on the first thing? They were like, oh, because they said everyone in your family wears monthlies. And I'm like, I guess. So then they they gave me these dailies. I put them in, like, same as I've been practicing. Proud of myself. And same as I've been practicing. And immediately, I was just like, I can't feel them. I can see things. I was like, order these. And they're like, they're a little bit more expensive. I'm like, yeah, but I can see. Like, I don't care. What? <laughs> You're going to have to, like, carry around, like, a big case of them. I'm like, oh, no. Like, I don't, <laughs> whatever. We hey, carry around. You mean put them in the bathroom and then use them each morning? Like, I don't care. Plus, there has been a number of times where... You go out drinking with friends. I'll turn to the story. You go out drinking with friends and you get back at the end of the night and they're like, oh, where's my contacts case? I got to take them out. I'm like, that sucks. And I just take them out and I chuck them in a <laughs> random direction. They're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, dailies, motherfucker. And then I move on. Yeah, that's what I think a benefit <laughs> yeah. too will be for my bachelorette party. I can just wear contacts and not worry about my glasses. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing too, if you're wearing contacts for a long, like long periods of time, they're like over many years, whatever it is and you don't wear glasses and then you wear glasses, it's very jarring because you'll get so used to it and then you'll put glasses on and you'll look to the right and you'll just suddenly not be able to see shit because it's you can you're looking around your glasses and normally you're looking through your contacts still. It's very jarring whenever like I only wear I wear my glasses on the weekends usually, but when I wear my glasses, I have to turn my whole head to look at things because otherwise I'll use my peripheral vision and I just I can't see shit. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I never got used to it. For like, me, they said my my vision's only slightly worse. So I think that's good. It means it's like slowing down each year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a little worse. So I did get the new glasses prescription. Um, and then, you know, the contacts are nice. Um, when I try them on, um, my left eye is so easy. I don't know what it is about it. My left eye, I'm like, boom, got it. And they were like, wow, that was really quick. Like, great job. You know, it was like, I think seven minutes total the first time. Um, Same for me. (laughs) No, I did look this way the same way. No, that's what I'm saying. Like your left hand on your the left side of your face feels more natural, so it's easier. But your left hand on your right side of your face doesn't feel as natural. But yeah, this one, like I have to like tilt. So I couldn't get it in with the traditional way, like where people like pull up. Like it you know, it just (laughs) (laughs) it it, my eye just won't open like that. Like it seriously won't. So he was like, okay, the doctor. I want to see you try. I haven't seen you try. I don't have any contacts right now, but I guess. No, no, just like. That is not the traditional way. That is gross. I don't know what That's you're what they to told do. me. You should do this and then use a finger to. No, just use two, just use two fingers. See, you're like way off. You need to get close to your eyelashes. Like poke your eyelashes and then. I don't like them. that. Well, yeah, you only got to do it for like 10 seconds each morning. <laughs> but holding my eyelashes, I can't. So, though, but so his assistant comes out and she has really long, thick eyelashes. And she goes, No, girl, I completely understand you. I'll show you what I do. And she said she just uses like three fingers to pull down her cheek. And I sometimes yeah, will pull down your, her whole eyelid. Where your index finger is, that's where your thumb needs to be. So you can hold it. But mm-hmm. so, like, I just pull down my cheek. I tilt my head down and look straight up into the mirror and then put it like at the bottom part. And then slide up and let it adjust. And that's worked really well. 
sliding it in also like takes more work than like tapping it in but my doctor said that for me it might be better because he's <laughs> i don't know like he was observing and he was just like from the way you're doing it it might be easier for you to like slide it in but they did tell me to make sure like to not let it suction cup or anything like that and, you know yeah. all those little things mm-hmm. cleaning it they tell me how to clean it eye bubbles i will say my eyes are much more sensitive with the contacts yeah i don't understand that they told you to clean them before you put them in your eye Mm-mm. He just showed me how to clean them. I didn't know oh. if he was telling me I should do that every time. Or no, if, like, okay. That was just... I, I was confused. Because he I showed saw me everything at the same time. Like... But no, I drop it a lot too because my hands shake. So I have to clean it a lot because there's cat hair. Yeah, because nobody wipes off the bathroom. No, counter. I wipe it off. She just gets up there every fucking night. Mm, I don't believe you. Because you said you cleaned like a few days ago. Nah. I'm just saying I do clean. It's not like it doesn't happen. Just not like in depth. Or... Oh my God. But then I'll be doing my makeup and getting ready, and the cats will come and jump up on the counter and walk across and stuff. And I'm like, please. please the things the that are on that counter are not cat hair. Like, I find your hair more than theirs, and then I find just, like, toothpaste or, like, random, like, products that you use, and it's just the, the whole sink is usually just sticky. And I'm like, I don't know what's happened here, but it's not a cat. The cat does not do that. <laughs> or, like, I'll get, like, a little fuzzy from a <clears throat> towel on my finger. And I'm like, Why are you drying your hands off? Because he told me to wash my hands and dry them. No, I don't dry shit. I rinse my hands off with the water and then just use that. Maybe that's like, what I'm I not going to dry my hands because then, I'll, of course, you're going to get all the fur all over your contacts and it's going to sting a lot when you put them in. Yeah, and it takes me so long and so many times to get them in. I didn't think about rehydrating them every single time. Like you said, if I do it twice, then I should you know, make it wet yeah, again. Yeah, if you can't get the contact in like after two, maybe three attempts, you should re-wet the whole thing and just clean it and your finger and try again which when i did that just too much on it when you told me that i did my contacts lasted longer that day but i ha- i do have sensitive eyes and my allergies tend to show more in my eyes than anywhere else so mm-hmm. i've been using eye drops a lot like my eyes are even like dry and tired right now mm-hmm. but i did read a lot today. so we've been watching bridgerton i made jordan start it you mean made you always say that like it's, ah, oh, yes, I had a gun. He did it, finally. No, you know, like I asked him to and he said, sure. <laughs> Made. And then I've been reading the Bridgerton series because I've never read it before, even though I've seen the show. But the new season's coming out in May and June, so I told Jordan we should watch it. And then I, he was like, why would I want to watch it? And I was like, it's spicy. And he said, why didn't you tell me earlier? And I was like, let's watch it. So we've been watching it. <laughs> Um, it's not as spicy as you made it out to well, be. Well, like the first four episodes, there was nothing. You have but to like wait until they're married. Like, Ooh, a hand touch. Because it's the time period. You have to wait till they're married, and then when they're married, it's like like there's like a scene that they like fuck in the rain outside on in like this gazebo or something. You know, like gazebo. I don't know how to explain it. You'll you'll see it soon. But like this episode right after they get married is literally just like sex, 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 and then the drama starts. But like. Like, there was more sex involved in the scene where she was trying to touch herself for the first time <laughs> than, like, any other scene. And they were, like, even the kissing, like, that they did, it was less sexual than that. And I was like, all right. Like, <laughs> I, just, I like the way they frame it because I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's not, like, for the male gaze type of thing. But, like, that episode, that scene where they're touching hands in the gallery, I think that's one of the sexiest scenes in that season. Like, I, I think the way they do the music. I think it's romantic. I don't think it's sexy. I think romance is sexy. See, that's very different. Like, there's two different things there. That's why there's two different words for them. But it's the same for me. It's not the same. Like, it's not. It's about desire. Romance can be sexy, but romance is not sexy all the time. Desire is sexy, and the way they frame that scene with how slow it is, and like 
you know, they're not technically allowed to be touching each other. It's like, like what, they're doing also, something dare. what are you talking about? They're not allowed to touch each other. They touch each other all the time. They go dancing all the time is more intimate than that. When like they're they chaperoned and you're doing dances that you've been taught by, like, like they're taught to do those dances for that purpose and they're chaperoned, but you were not allowed to be alone with a male. How does she Much get into the, the place? Like, what are you talking about? They had to get in there somehow. Like every they're scene that they every, every scene that they show up in, their parents are already in the room, and then they walk in, and she's holding his arm, like she's holding, like they had to have touched outside the room first, and then walked in. Well, sometimes, like what? They, sometimes, <laughs> like your parent will be there, and then you'll meet the guy there, and he'll escort escort you to the ball. To, like, that, I know, together. I know that part. I'm telling you, in some of those scenes, her parents, her mom, and his lady, whatever. They were already in the ballroom when they walked in touching. Okay, well, I'm saying so they had to have been touching outside the ballroom the together. Of the thing, Jordan. I'm just because it I wasn't like on it. camera doesn't mean they didn't touch. Okay, well, I'm saying that I like that scene. Like, oh, we touched it in front of a painting. It's much sexier this way. It is. It is. <laughs> it's very intimate. <coughs> How you can say so much just by a hand touch, even though they don't want to admit their feelings for each other. She was saying a lot. She was talking about wanting to be free and open in the countryside. It was way more sexual than the touch. Like, I'm just saying. Okay, like, well, you were paying attention to the, what they were doing. I was paying attention to what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Well, if we get to the, like That's the wedding and everything tonight, then you'll get to see lots. Okay. <laughs> but so, what are, are you thinking about it overall? Hmm? How do you think about it overall? What do you mean? Like, what do you think about the show? Most of the people are dumb. Uh, the lady, the short one, is pudgier. She's Penelope? definitely she's the writer. Yep. Why? Do, why do you think that? Because it was down to between the two. I can't remember what it was, but I was convinced it was between her and and Eloise. Eloise. I was close. And it was between those two. And she had just an unnatural obsession with finding her. So it's the other one. Why? Because it was between those two. I can't remember why. That's what I told you. Like, I narrowed it down to those two in, well, an, like, in do, an episode. Do you have a reasoning, though? Like, yeah, I like, narrowed it I down this... to those two in an episode, like in one of the first couple episodes we watched. And then like a whole day passed. And I was like, who was it again? You were like, oh, you thought it was between these two. And I was like, oh, right. And then that whole stuff happened where one of them was really trying to look for the other one. And I was like, well, it's the other one. then. Mm. Like, why would you be convinced of that? It's, it's, so it's it's the shorty. OK, well, the they do let you know by the end of the season. That's fine. It's they only can, like eight They can let total. me know I'm right whenever they want. And I'm reading the books, and man, I like the books better, but they're pretty controversial <laughs> on Goodreads. <laughs> it's, it's also a lot of predictability to it. Yeah, it's well, they're romance novels. They have a formula, and they have to end in a happily ever after. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about the episodes themselves, like all the things that are happening. Like, it, it's very... It's not like a oh a huge turn like oh she went and talked to the prince now like yeah we already that's saw probably it. why I like it so yeah. much though like mm-hmm. I I don't like the dialogue I get nervous watching shows if the I, the I dialogue is fun because it's it's like there's witty banter yeah that's and I the like. music it's fun. is really nice because it's, it's calm it's classical Sorry. like ver- no you're good it's like classical versions of fun songs mm-hmm. so I'm like oh this is fun music you know and whatnot but the overall I'm just like yeah I mean they're they're gonna get found out. Oh, and then it happens. You're like, oh, crazy. Who could have yeah, guessed? I do think like, the oh. scene, so spoilers for Bridgerton, if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it, you should probably not be listening to this. But the scene where Daphne and Simon are in the garden, they start making out, they make it look pretty tame in the show, actually. Like, he's just, like, grabbing her breast. But I read the book, and in that scene, he's literally, like, tugged down the bodice of her dress to suck on her nipple. 
she's like a virgin, never been kissed, never been nothing except for with Simon. And then her brother walks in and they suddenly just like tug her dress up. And that's why her brother beats the shit out of him because he's literally like sucking on a titty in the gardens. <laughs> like, Yeah. Well, and that's what I told you. Remember, not the sucking on a titty thing, but like, remember when they, when she stormed off and he followed her and, and I was like, oh, they're alone. They're going to kiss at least. And I was like, well, I said, they're going to fuck. And you're like, yeah, I'm like, well, they're kissing at least. And then they did. I'm like, oh, what a shocker. Like, it's, like, I you think know, for like, me mm. and a lot of women that enjoy like, like, because it is based on like these silly romance books, you know, that's what I have always called them, like silly little romance stories. Like it's a, it's very formulaic. It's very calm. Like, you know, what's going to happen. You know that there's going to be like this silly little drama and stuff. But at the end of the day, like, it's all going to be good. It's all going to be the romance and the couple in love. And that's what I like about it. I, I don't it's think predictable. It's a, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just not like, like super exciting. Like 80 percent. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, we're getting to the next. Thing. I do think you'd like season two better um, because the couple in that season, they're like. They're like basically enemies to lovers. They're very like angry and like passionate when they speak to each other. They're, they're like mad about liking each other. So they're, they'll be like, you vex me. And like, they're just are yeah, you? Still. And you'll probably like that more because like, of course, it's like kind of the same thing. But, you know, I do like the books a lot because it adds so much depth to characters. Like she includes something like, you know, like Simon has a stutter. Like some everybody has like some big thing they're carrying in the novels. And I think that's really cool. What was she carrying? There's like, like there's there's people who experience like no, 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 the main one of this season. Her family's expectations mostly and wanting to have a child and being in love with him and him not wanting that's to marry. That's not her. her carrying. That's stereotypical woman of. The I wasn't time. saying both of them. I was saying like it's like there's always like I a, was thinking something unique to her of like what she's dealing with. That's every woman. The first of the show. one I feel like is really more about Simon and like his struggles. That's what I'm saying. Like you were like, oh, everyone has the thing they're carrying. Well, he does because we've seen lots about it. But she's just and Daphne's stereotypical, mostly just like she's well, there. Yeah, well, she's mostly just worried about having to get married because she's the first woman in her family who's doing so. So it's like the pressure of being the first, setting up a good match for her sisters because while the men like took care of everything else, like. For women, their power was marriage. Like, you marry the highest in the pecking order that you can so that your siblings will also have a chance and will have better connections to also live a good life and be taken care of. Because they were property. They had to rely on everybody around them. Is there no royal family in this universe? Because, like, there's the queen, and then they mention the king. They'll show like, him soon. I No, no, that's no, fine that there's a king, whatever. But, like, do they not have any kids? No, they do. They'll show them. But, that's what, but they like, don't live in the castle anymore because they're old. That's fine, but they're just never mentioned at all. And like, who are they married to? They'll they'll talk about it later. Are they married to like other royalty from other nations? Yeah, well, so the queen's not even in the books. Like, they just added her in the show, which I think is great. Like, it kind of ties everything together. Um, but like, uh, there's Queen Charlotte, which is a spinoff about the queen's backstory, and it goes into the royal family a lot more. But there are scenes in Bridgerton as well. Like, I think they show a funeral and. Like all the royal family is there and stuff like, like that. Like the only one I know is that one of her, one of her, the queen's family members married somebody in the the Prussia royal mm -hmm. family because they're like he shows up and they're like this is my cousin and you're like okay <laughs> hello or was it was it the nephew? Is that who it was? I think it's her nephew. Yeah. Yeah. So like one of her, one of his she siblings was, or her siblings. Queen Charlotte, I, I believe, know. is from. She was like the princess of Hamsburg or something like that. Like she's the German princess. I'm sure. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but I think that's correct. Um. So yeah, her sister or whatever, I guess, is son. Also, are there no other like dukes in this fucking show? 
Like they only ever mentioned him, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure the royal family would have more than one dude. Yeah, I think they mentioned like, more later, but like, like it's romance. Like they focus on one like couple at a time, and that's like the main theme. They don't really go into detail much else. Right, but like they, the show added a lot comparatively. Yeah, but they mentioned like all the other lords and like their titles and what they're in charge of and this and that. But they only ever mentioned one duke. I'm like, why do you only have one duke like ever? And also like the dukes and like the no like nobility were expected to stay in England. So like, why was the queen okay with the yeah, duke just traveling? They're expected the to stay in wants, England, like but not in London. Well, he wasn't the duke yet. He was. He'd, he returned from the trip and was like, welcome back, your grace. Like, he was already a duke and he was gone. No, so like, he, <laughs> he came back because his father... So, actually, they don't show it very well in the show. Like, in the show, they have they show his father dying and him being there and then leaving. But in the book, he never... He was not there for his father's death. Like, his father didn't know about his vow to not have kids or anything like that. Like, he came back only because his father died and he had to become the duke. So... That would make much more sense. The show kind of bumped that up. Like, I didn't think about that, but you're right. That is a that's good thought. Like, why would he... Where was he at? He was already a duke and he was just gone somewhere. But then he... The show's also like, yes, I'm leaving. I'm leaving tonight. And you're like, where will he go? And be like, I don't know. My train leaves at this time. And you're like... Um, I mean, where the hell are you I don't know the they put it that go? way. He or goes no, to his, his like, summer home. Right. But he, he's like, oh, my ship leaves at nine, right? You leaving England then? Because like, there's yeah, no ship going, way. Dude? Like that's what I'm saying. Like he's just like, ah, fuck it, I'm leaving. Like, and the queen's just like, yeah, my only duke, he can leave whenever he wants. Uh, like, what? <laughs> it doesn't make yeah, any sense. I guess like they should like, have nobility wise. They should have stay there. I guess like maybe they don't expect people like us to be like, okay, like, how does this lineage work thing? You know. <laughs> like also, yeah, that too. But also, like the king and queen just definitely had the power to be like, you duke, you're marrying her. Like, they definitely had that power. Um. Well, the king is delirious, and the queen believes in love matches. Right, but you, you know what I'm saying. Like, the queen initially but, said that the prince, she's like, oh, the prince and her would make a good match. She could have easily been like, hey, you two, you're getting married. Like, well, it's not a. I think that comes thing. up in the next episode, because, like, they have to request permission from the queen to marry, and she's like, my nephew, motherfucker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what didn't make and any sense. I think to me. I think like, she even says, "You know, I could command you to do it." That's what I'm saying. Like, it didn't make any sense when the prince showed up and he and she's like, "Oh, you should definitely talk to her." But like, you're in charge of her. Just be like, "Hey, you're marrying him." Like, that's but it. I also so <laughs> listen. It. Also, the thing is though, like, like as you noted, like they talk about like, oh, women can't do this, women can't do that a lot because it's made by Shonda Rhimes and she talks about like a lot of social issues and. They changed a lot of things in this world, like incorporating, like there's no segregation or anything like that in this world. The yeah. queen is a person of color. Like, I think like they just didn't really want it to be like, I think they wanted it to be like a woman's choice mattered. But, you know, actually they what they portray in these shows and books, I learned is not very accurate. Apparently the average age women got married back then was 21. Like they could agree to be engaged at like 18, but the recommended age was 21 unless, you know, like you had been doing something, something and you need to get married for you know, medical reasons, because in nine months you right. have a little surprise. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Like, a lot of... Uh, it's funny, because a lot of anime does that, too, where they'll be like, I'm too young to get married, and you're like, you're 17. They're like, well, we'll just announce your betrothal, and then when you're ready, you'll get married. And you're like, oh, okay. And it's just like years later they get married. And you're like, all right. Well. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. And then th I think I think you were only really going to be forced to marry if you were probably, like, really high nobility, you know, like... Or part of the royal family. You're making powerful you, you matches for a diploma, diplomatic reasons. Diplomatic, yes. 
I was gonna say diplomacy, but then I said I thought diplomatic. You and me. I like live We're editing together my for sentence. Diplomic. <laughs> I was like live editing my sentence. <laughs> Queen has decreed you and I must smash forever. <laughs> she called it diplomic. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to watch more with you. I think oh god, you like it. So the, I'm gonna change the topic we've been talking about for a while. Sorry. <laughs> so um I I don't even have done this. I unintentionally talked shit about my boss to like my boss's 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 boss. Oh and no. <laughs> because I talk to them all the time. How'd that go? So the way our uh, like company structure is is very strange. It's not a typical one. It's actually it's very atypical because of the position we're in. So my boss, right, is in charge of the company, mm-hmm. but the people that he's in charge of, half of them outrank him. Okay. Like they they hold more authority and more power than him, but he's in charge of like tasking and things, right? So it's so a, like it was a whole an thing. administrative it, it was, manager and like the people that are in the other positions. Yeah, sort of like that. It's like if you had like it's like if you walked into a corporate office and you saw the guy up front and you were just like, hey, and he's like, hey, I manage all these people and this office and everything we do. And you're like, cool. Where's the guy that runs everything? And you're like, oh, he's down the hall. And that's, <laughs> that's a different guy. Right. Like it's a different, you know, Sarah. Anyway. We were setting up for this thing and I walked out uh, I walked out a little late. Normally I help set up for all these things because it's part of like my job, right? I walked out a little late. It was supposed to start at one. I walked out at like uh, 12, 55, 56, I don't know, somewhere like a few minutes beforehand. And I was like, oh, no, like we got to set up for this, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm getting the, we, I walk over because I see my boss doing it and I was like, I was like, hey, sir, you you good to go? You need me to help? And he was like, no, we should be good. I got it. You're good. And I was like, okay. And I, I walked off, right? So I was like, oh, he's got it. He knows what's happening. He's probably been working on this for a few minutes because I, you know, he took over because I wasn't there. I'm like, I don't want to step on his toes. So I walked away, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the the event, like the company event was supposed to start at one. So everyone got there at one because like everyone had to be there at one. and. So I'm standing there like off to the side. He's still setting stuff up, but it only been like three, four minutes since I'd asked if he what he needed me to do, you know, and he said nothing. He's got it. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Well, my boss's boss's boss was standing there and I'm friends with her. Like we talk, you know, pretty Mm -hmm. frequently when I'm when I'm working there. And she goes, you're letting him do all this. I and I said, "What's that?" And uh, I, I, you know, I was like cough guard because you know, you know, we don't talk about a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But she, I was like, I was like, "What's that, ma'am? Uh, you need me? You need me for something?" And she says, "She goes like, oh, he, uh, he's setting up by himself. At, uh, you're just gonna leave him out there like that?" I said, "No, ma'am. I, I asked him a, a few minutes ago if he needed help, and he said he's got it all in her, you know, all in hand." And she goes, "Oh." I was like, what? And she goes, that's not what he should be doing. He should be using you for this stuff. And I was like, I was like, I tried to help, but I didn't want to like get in his way and do this and that. And she's like, hmm. I was like, oh, well, all right, then that's uh, okay. Right. And so then another person comes over who is equally ranked as her, Mm -hmm. like also my boss's boss's boss. 
and they're chatting this and that and she leans over and she tells him this other this other boss she's like she's like i don't know and because he was like wasn't this supposed to start at one like why are we why are we starting so late and she leaned over and she's like oh well he said he's got it in hand and and he told his number two me she goes he told his number two to fuck off basically and i was like that is not at all what happened i was like whoa hold on he said he didn't need help bro i was like i was like so then so then the other boss that was there he's like is that what happened and i said well not exactly sir i was like i just asked if he needed help or what he needed me to do and he said he'd he'd, uh, he'd got it handled and he goes "Mm, okay okay what and then they both walked off like towards him and i was like oh is he about to get in trouble for this i was like i didn't want i was like my boss didn't do anything wrong i was like he just told me he didn't need help for this. So I thought he didn't need help, you know, which is like half on me, half on him, I guess. Like mm-hmm. I should have known he needed help. But anyway, but I was like, oh shit. Like I didn't want to like, like shit talk him in yeah. front of like such high. Uh, you know, I was like, oh fuck. You're like, that <laughs> is so not they, my intention. They were like walking straight towards him with like a purpose. And I was like, oh no, I'm fucked. Like he, I'm fucked. He's fucked. I don't know. That's I, my bad. And I was like, I'm going to stay late tonight. He's going to make me work late. Like, and so then they walked over, they get within like a few feet of him, and then they immediately turn 90 degrees to the left and they sit down in the chairs. And I was like, what the f? Are right. they just trying to scare you? No, they were just sitting in the front row because the thing was about to start. And I was like, okay. I was like, Ooh. oh, I was like, all right. Okay, good. I was like, I so did not mean to like just trash on him now. I was like, yeah, he said he's got it. So he's got it. Like, it was just me like being like, yeah, I trust his decision making, yeah. you know? And they're like, no, you should not have. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, my Maybe bad. Maybe that says more about him than you. <laughs> it does. Here's why. It's, I understand it too. Like, I immediately was like, I understand your, like, feelings towards it because I feel the same way about things. Um, but he's, uh, he's getting swapped out of the position here in a few months. So they're like, mm. <laughs> you know, but I was like, but those are the people who, like, directly, like, evaluate his performance. And I was like, I didn't mean to talk shit like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, was like, I was like, he's not a bad guy, but he just doesn't got the greatest judgment on it but i was still i was like my bad <laughs> that's what happened and i was utterly terrified for like 20 seconds and i was like oh well i fucked up really my boss is pretty cool what are you looking at my messages for what do you mean you're supposed to be talking it's your turn i don't really have much else to say um i've been watching my happy marriage on netflix it's a weird anime because it's like about this girl who's promised to marry this guy that's thought to be really cruel because her family hates her and abuses her. But then apparently like he's quite the catch. He's super attractive, super kind and sweet and caring and like they fall in love. And But then there's like a supernatural element to it that like sometimes is mentioned and then like halfway through suddenly it's like the main plot line. Yeah. And right now at the point I'm at, they're like separated forces outside of their control and i'm really annoyed because there's only like two episodes left i'm like there's not a second season so when did it come out i have no clue no i mean if it's recent they might be in production for i feel like netflix does a lot of first seasons of shows yeah it's under netflix that's hit or miss yeah they cancel so much Mm. (laughs) also i'm paying like 17 dollars a month i canceled two subscriptions to do netflix (laughs) um and it's like 17 dollars a month and then it's like do you want to upgrade for twenty dollars a month for like four K HD Ultra whatever bullshit. That's the voice your TV has. That's <laughs> nice. That's cool. That's the now, TV sell me shit voice. I didn't know you had like a bro Chad TV. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, bro. 
do you want to go upgrade for it's no so ads annoying. for seven eighty eight a month? Like the reason I got rid of my Kindle is because like if you want a version of Kindle with no ads, you have to pay like crazy amounts of money to up for like an upgraded Kindle. Yeah. Or else you will always just get ads on your home screen. And I'm like, that sucks. You remember that show we we started watching? Uh it's called Hell's Paradise. Yeah, I like that show. It's good. I finished the the season of it, right? Boy, it's just just cliffhanger after cliffhanger in that show. Like every episode, I was like, oh shit, who's alive, who's dead, right? And then some people come back to life, some people die, and you're mm-hmm. like, it's crazy. A lot of people die in that show. Like it's as one thousand enemies. Well, no, it's like main character. Like they spend like four episodes like hyping up people, and then they're just like, now they died. And it's like, well, all right. It's okay. I watched Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, like Game of Thrones, same shit, like same thing. They're just like, here's this. You remember his Trust entire? No one. Do you remember his entire backstory? Now it's for nothing. And that's gone. okay. I hate that in TV though, because you know when they start building up a character that they haven't shown a lot, who's like, like, look how kind he is, look how heroic he is, look how yeah. idyllic he is. Next episode, dead. No, like there's an episode where this guy spends his entire the entire episode like explaining why he became like the the samurai that he is and like why he's defending this girl even though she's a criminal because he thinks that she's worthy of like living and not being like executed and then it gets to the very end of the episode Mm -hmm. and they get attacked by a god and they they just kill him and that's it and he dies horribly like it's not like oh he's dead now no they will show you like he dies horribly and you're like Mm -hmm. oh have you ever seen deep blue sea Mm mm-hmm Oh my god, it's one of my favorite shark movies, and it's like the same thing. Like Samuel L. Jackson is like giving this speech about how they like are not gonna bow down to the sharks and they're gonna escape because they're like in this underwater like facility. And like he's like giving this great speech and everybody's all inspired and it's super great. And then a shark jumps out of like the weight the like water pool thing behind him, gromps him, oh. immediately devours him. They show him like bleeding and screaming and then it just plunges back out of the water and it's like dead silent and everybody's like just go there's There's only one death in the show that i was okay with really and it's this uh like everyone else i was like excited to learn more about him but this dude who just like shits on like the second main character who's just like you're a woman you can never fulfill your role as a as a samurai like mm. you should just go back home now this even though she's awesome spends like two whole episodes talking about that and then at the very end of the second episode there's like a five second clip where he's tying a boat to a tree and he turns around and just gets murdered and yeah. you're, like, you're like well it sucks for Have you I seen bud. That, episode? that sounds familiar mm-hmm. yeah but i finished the whole season right i love the story it's great so many cliffhangers like it's like everyone gets separated from each other they're all in different places at the end and like the very at last episode i was like that's not the last episode like literally nothing got accomplished and i was looking at like through all the the comments and like the news articles and stuff and they're like yeah they already confirmed season two is in production right now and i was like still like <laughs> i want it now you know i thought that was very upsetting like i don't know if you're I, you might finish it with um sometime but Oh, I thought we were. You wanted to watch together, so I didn't. I haven't kept watching it. I don't. If we start like watching if something we, together, I don't keep watching it unless I know it's okay. Because like you got mad at me for finishing that one anime because I thought you said it was okay, but then you weren't okay with it. So now I just don't no, finish it, anything. That was like we hadn't watched it in like a week. Anytime I watch something by myself that we have started together, it's been like two months plus since we started watching. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, the last episode's been out for almost a month now. I'm like, 
if we were gonna watch it, we'll watch it together. You mm-hmm. know. So I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. You know, it's not like it's bad. I'll watch it again. It's great. Okay, I can keep watching. But it. okay, so there, I don't watch a ton of anime. Most of the reason I watched my per, my happy marriage is because it was in English and I was playing The Sims. Yeah, you can listen to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the ending is just it's crazy. Like they're how crazy. It, it the main character they're just like kind of just destroy his whole mind they're just like nah we don't need to i don't know if you want me to spoil it or not you if you're gonna watch it i won't but spoiler alert jordan's gonna spoil it no i love being spo- i prefer things to be okay, spoiled frankly. so like you remember how like he's like he's portrayed as like the most evil dude right and he started to change in like the first couple episodes because his wife like he has memories of his wife like mm-hmm. being like hey you need to change and you're not heartless and this and that right yeah yeah, the very last episode, he like passes out because he's like he's been trying too hard and like this like he's exhausted, right? Passes out because he uses too much of like his life force basically, and to where he goes into like a little mini coma. He's asleep for like a day or something like that. He wakes up and everyone's like, "Hey, welcome back!" And then he looks around and then it cuts to like his inner monologue and his inner monologue's like, "Where am I? What am I doing here?" He forgets everything, and then he's just sitting there and he goes. And they erased uh, the memory of his wife from his head. He doesn't remember his wife at all because he's just like, I don't know if she ever existed, so I'm just going to ignore it and just cuts her out of his memory completely. So then it just they've literally like the last shot of the season is just him sitting on a little cliffside, like wondering how he's going to kill everybody and escape this place that he's in. Because he doesn't know where he's at or I what he's doing there. I wonder if they're going to do a second season they where could, he gets his memory back. I don't know if he's going to get back. Because I'm going to cry. But they, they confirmed the second season. That <laughs> That's like to in, the moon. It's in production. Where like he does, he has no idea why he's there. He doesn't know why he's on the island. Doesn't have any memories of his wife. All he has memories of is him being like trained to be this like lethal assassin dude. And that's Is that it. what they do to everyone on the island? Is that like the secret? No. Their secret is that they are humans that uh, wash up there. They kill them most of the way and then they throw them in like a giant hole and they become like part of the island. And then that the island transforms them into like the elixir of life and the gods drink it to keep themselves young forever. So they, that's creepy. Yeah, they kill people just to stay alive. It's pretty fun. I'm, I, I'm familiar with the plot. I like that. Mm-hmm. The gods are good. Like the gods that are on there, they're all based off of uh, different flowers, which I think is funny. Yeah. Like one of them transforms into like a tulip and the other <laughs> one transforms into like a peony. It's pretty That's funny. That's kind of nice. I like that. Yeah. Like it's their like final evolution, like their final form to fight people. And he transforms into like a peony that just like stings people and turns them into flowers. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a whole thing. And you're like, what? The? You know what? The earth would be better with more flowers. Mm-hmm. But then there's also like, the, I don't. Okay. There's like, do you remember the little girl? In the, I don't know if you, I don't know if we got that far when we watched it in that show. There's a little girl who lives on the island with like an elder like tree. No. Okay, so they come across this village, and there's a little girl, and she lives with the tree guy, and they're like, "Hey, can you show us the elixir of life?" And she just doesn't talk, right? This and that. Anyway, so they find out she's actually one of the gods. There's. There's supposed to be eight, but there's only seven because they cast her out because she doesn't have full control over her powers. So, like, they basically kicked her out. And then, like, you find that out and you're like, oh, okay, makes sense. And then you find out that all of, like, the demigods that are, like, mixed with, like, it's it's not like demigods, like, you're thinking, like, they're, like, human and they're just extra strong. No, it's, like, 
half human, like half centipede. Like they're oh, the like weird in. things that they were all crawling around the island. No, or? even worse. They're like mixed in, right? Well, they they believe, and like the whole religion on the island believes that like you get more powerful by having sex with one another, right? Okay. And so the main seven gods cast out the little girl who's the eighth god and all the demigods were like, what happens to her now? And all the seven gods were like, she's yours. And you can fill in the blanks after that. Yeah. And so she ran away and there's an episode where they're like, we would like her back. We need more power. Come back to us. And she's utterly terrified and then they just proceed to kill a lot of demigods and you're like good like fuck those dudes like it's it is not a fun thing to like uh. they they insinu- i'm like thank goodness nobody like drew that you know but they insinuated and they were like come back to us she belongs with us and she's like no i know <laughs> I when like, you when mm. you showed me the goblin slayer oh my god i was not prepared for that first episode like i knew what was going to happen you. no because you were like something really awful and terrible happens like it's Really I was like bad. the first episode has a lot of blood and there's rape and it's gonna like it it happens and, like, and you're like oh, okay I've seen animes like this before and I was like all right and we watched it and you're like I was not ready I'm like I tried to warn it you. was like, like much oh, more season two of that is out by the way there's a season two yeah they just they I think they just finished Huzzah. season two like it just released not that's like cash money yeah I need to watch season two it's really good. are we watching it together or separate I don't know that's when we start because if we're watching Bridget I'm gonna watch it by myself. Okay, we're watching Bridgerton. Okay. <laughs> um, no, that's great. I really like it though. Like, I feel like it handles all of those subjects like really delicately, and like it wasn't mm-hmm. like gratuitous. You know, like it was pretty brutal and like realistic and honest. So I was like, I would. It's fine. I hate it, but it's fine. Yeah, it was. It was. Plus, I've terrible. seen all of the "I Spit on Your Grave" movies. There are a series of horror movies where um, basically like people rape a woman and then she proceeds to take revenge on them. Very graphic. Um, but like my favorite, there's in the second one, this woman's like, she wants to be a model and she moves to New York and then she's like kidnapped by these like Russian or Ukrainian guys or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they like rape her for months and keep her tied up and stuff. And then they, drop her into the sewers in like a case basically so she'll die because at one point she had gotten out and escaped but the person who found her brought her back to them mm-hmm. um so like they seal her in the floor so she'll die but the floor's not stable and she crashes down to the sewers she gets out she like eats rats and shit to survive watches these people with the, through the cracks of her floor it's so disgusting but my favorite scene is like where she she kills one of these guys she like strings him up in the sewers and like cuts his chest and then like takes the sewage and like smears it in his wounds and it shows like the progression of like things festering and like yeah. things feeding on him and then she just leaves him there with the rats and it's like mm, with chef's kiss like <laughs> very much deserved you know yeah. have you ever watched um what was that movie called it was a movie about uh Edgar Allan Poe Poe? It might have just been Poe. It's it, what's it's got a uh, Is it John, new or old? It's got John Cusack in it. Is it like a newer or an old movie? It's newer. Then no, I haven't seen it. I, the, the ones I've seen are old. I would I think you'd like the newer one. It's it's really good. It's um it's about his life basically. And 
the the whole theme of it is is people start dying around like around you know around town wherever and they uh the police can't figure it out and it turns out that one of the detectives likes reading Edgar Allan Poe's stories and he's like every one of these murders is one of his stories so then they start to suspect him and like it's a whole thing and it, so basically there's a, a serial killer who loves Edgar Allan Poe's stories and is using them as inspiration to kill people and is basically like extorting him like hey if you don't put out another story this and that right like you need to do this and the, it's a whole back and forth between like all three like the police are trying to catch him he's trying to catch them the police mm-hmm. are trying to figure out what's going on and uh i really like the ending because you know typically you're just like oh yeah well they're gonna find whoever the killer is and they'll they'll stop him they'll either arrest him or they'll kill him mm-hmm. right and it, there's a there's a fun twist in it i think you'd like it too of where they're like oh he got away and you're like damn that's really upset you know mm-hmm. it's like he got away and then you're just like oh no wait never mind he died and like <laughs> it's very like oh okay and it also yeah, it ties Poe's into death is very mysterious. It, that's what I was gonna. I, you're on the nose. I was bringing it up because it very it brings it up. Like um, there's a an article that got pulled up, or just like one of the black screens with some title like text over it of like one day, uh, Edgar Allan Poe was just found dead on a park bench, and no one knows how he dies. But in the movie, they explain it like they you know, theorize like about it, it right. And it's actually a really good like. Theory, I, I I like it as like the reason why he like, was found <laughs> like on a park bench. And I, I don't know. If there's if an afterlife, I hope Edgar Allan Poe is listening to this. Like, do go on, do a go on. Right. Well, the, <laughs> the movie, the movie has like the serial killer is extorting him and basically said, "I have the love of your life. I'll let her go, or I'll kill her with your most brutal story. It's up to you." And I thought his wife was already dead at that point. I I can't remember. It's. His wife? I don't think he ever got married in that. But I, I don't think he ever got married. Yeah, he married his cousin. And then uh, she died of tuberculosis. Yeah, sure. I don't, know. I don't know if that part's still I ha- true. I have to look it up to confirm. If you're listening to this and I'm wrong, please tell me. But I, don't, I think I don't that's know. what happened. I, I didn't know he was married or anything. But like, he's a, the killer's like extorting her. Or extorting him, excuse me. And uh, is basically like, hey, you can finish out the story and uh, drink this poison. Or I'll... I'll kill her, right? So then he goes to a park bench, like after writing down like all the instructions on how to catch the killer, mm-hmm. but he's running out of time and he can't do it himself. So then he drinks the poison while he's on a park bench, and then they find him there dead. Wouldn't they find wherever he drank the poison from? I don't know. I I can't remember. He may have like drank it and then wandered over the park. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like but that's what they go for. It is very like, mysterious. Nice. Like he was just found dead one day. I thought he was found face down, like face up in an alley. What do you think your passphrase would be if you were in another world and you had to identify somebody? Like for someone to identify me with? No, like each other. Like <clears throat> like say in this life, right? And you were just like, ah, we're going to die soon. But we'll find each other in the next life. And you had to come up with a passphrase so that you knew it was like really you, like the two of us in other well, bodies. We probably shouldn't share that with the whole internet. Well, yeah, we can fix it later. But what was your first thought? It's got to be something like it wouldn't sound outrageous if you said it in, in like the next life, you know, but like it, to where people would like questioning like you're in your like sanity, like, but like unique time? enough. See, like that's not unique. Like, no, that's, like I, OK, it would be like, do you have the time? Uh-huh. Oh, never mind. It's 1248. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah, I could see it. Maybe. But 
Never mind. What if it is twelve forty eight though? Like I don't. Know. Just stare intensely. That's that's something. But you gotta have like unique, right? Like what if you you go into a world, <clears throat> and, and, and I don't know. What if you? Let me think a while. Hold on. You caught me off guard. <laughs> Stop questioning me. Okay. So intently. <laughs> I could bring you like a loaf of pumpernickel bread, right? And <laughs> why are you laughing already? Well, how mean! I didn't laugh at yours, and and I, I could give you the bread and be like, "Here, here is some pumpernickel bread for you." And you could be like, "I always thought it tasted weird, like nickels," and I'd be like, "Nickels? That's crazy!" What <laughs> <laughs> this world doesn't have nickels? Yeah, exactly. The world doesn't have nickels, but we both know what nickels are. Then obviously we know that it's you and me, right? See. Like the time, be that's like, in every world. But... Do you play Skyrim <clears throat> VR? What the fuck is Skyrim VR? Yeah, that's what I'm you gotta make it matter. <laughs> that's why I went with bread, because everybody, every world's got bread. You could, you could fake it like, oh, I never mind pumpernickel tastes like pumpernickel. But like, you can't be like, do you have Skyrim VR? And they'd be like, what the fuck are you, rich? Like, they'd burn you. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> You'd be like, it's just a silly card game. Please pay me no mind. I'm I like that wench. you're like an English wench in this also. Like, couldn't just be a regular, like you're just in another place. But sure. Oh, none. <clears throat> it is not possible. If you die. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> when you die. Okay. Would you... What? You're not immortal. Yeah. When you die. <laughs> okay, do go on. Would you, would you want to be reincarnated in the past or the future? You have all the same knowledge that you have now. Let's, let's go with that. The future? The future? Okay, why? I I would hope that there are more rights for people <laughs> and I could experience cool technology. <laughs> you can get to the future and be like, what's this? And be like, capitalism. And you'd be like, oh, fuck. No. It's still here. Go back. Go back. <laughs> like, I miss old capitalism. Like, what happened? But like, they just charged you for breathing. Like what? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. Do you have your certified breathing tank? <laughs> We're still cleaning the trash from World War seventy four. I'd go to the past, but I think it has to be far enough in the past or close enough in the past. Like in the middle would be shitty, you know. Like I just if I, I think I love being a woman and going to the past would be really difficult. Like you know. Yeah, you have a different perspective on it than I do. Obviously, like I, if I went back and I was like in the fifties, not great because like I don't know what's going on. In the like, I don't, you know, I don't have that knowledge. I don't know what the fuck's that. I'm like, oh, cool. Do we all have tuberculosis or just some of us? I don't, smallpox? I don't know. You know, I think the Polio. 60s and 70s would be a great time to live through. It'd be, it'd be all right, but like, you know, and then any further back from that, and you're just like, man, I'm at risk of being drafted. Like, I'll be in World War One, World War Two, and everyone, I don't know if you've, you've seen those results of those, like, polls that people put out. They're just like, if you were in World War One, do you think you'd survive? Or World War Two, do you think you'd survive? And like overwhelmingly, there's a lot of people that say yes. You would not, okay? Didn't like fifty like percent of troops die or something like that? Like the percentage of people that died compared to came back uninjured or like you know, like died and maimed compared to coming back uninjured is crazy. Like yeah, the it amount changed of people. an entire generation. That's what I'm saying. Like right after World War One, they were like, we need stronger and physical fit like <clears throat> bodies and they enacted the the president's physical fitness like uh, program right mm -hmm. you ever heard about that no they put out a, like the the white house put out like the federal government said hey 
this is the physical education that you will give every high school student and it was fucking intense like it was like they paid for like uh, uh like pull-up bars and like lateral bars and like walls that people had to climb over and shit like they were training an entire generation of high school students to go to war like that's what it was <laughs> is that why we have pe yeah pretty much <laughs> like it was physical education that they were like hey in high school you're gonna teach people to be fit because we need more soldiers like that was pretty much like it was like a boop I really <clears throat> thwarted them when I got a physical waiver for doing color guard. Yeah, it was like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it, you can still find, like, black and white videos of, like, the president's physical education program. It's pretty fun. You remember the Pacer Fitness program? No, it sounds familiar, but I don't know what it like, is. Like, where you start at one side of the gym, and they're like, when you hear the beep, oh, yeah, run I've... to the other side. Yeah. Remember <clears throat> to pace yourself. This will get faster and faster, or whatever yeah. the fuck I've had to do know. that a few times. Well, a couple times for uh the the test itself but like the army makes us take that test every once in a while really? or they did i thought it'd be kind of fun to try it as an adult but like i was really competitive when i was a kid so like i would like <laughs> i would race the other kids to get like as many as possible and i was always so proud because i was always one of the only girls like left with the boys running or doing push-ups or sit-ups yeah. and now look at me <laughs> cannot but I think also where I grew up, like a lot of girls like pretended they weren't fit in like sixth grade. Like, like I would know girls who were like in baseball and football and stuff or like, <clears throat> like I'd keep doing the sit ups because they would give us a test in the very beginning of class before I moved to Vegas. And I kept doing them. And this, some girls were just like, oh, I can't do it anymore. And I'm like, girl, you play volleyball. Like, why are you trying to appear like delicate and small? Like you kick ass, you know, mm. just stuff like that. I found it very interesting. Muy interesante. Yeah. Sí. <laughs> I've been practicing my Spanish on customers lately. I hope they don't hate me. Yeah. <clears throat> they always smile, but they don't laugh anymore. So that's a good sign, I think. What you doing, baby? So I was looking it up because we were just talking about it. <clears throat> the amount of like World War One, who died and who got <laughs> injured, right? So during World War One, there was about forty to fifty million soldiers that were deployed, like forty mm -hmm. to fifty million people. Of that, fourteen percent died. Six thousand people a day died. Right? Is that like for our country or like the no, whole that's, war? No, that's that's all of them. That's that's everybody. Like averaging that's out fourteen percent of the global population. No, no, no. Fourteen percent of the people that were deployed. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a the much whole bigger, world. That's a much bigger number. Fuck, uh, no, sorry, 14% of the soldiers died. So you're already here. You have an 86% chance of coming back, right? Of those, that 86% chance, there was a third of the remaining soldiers that came back injured or severely injured. So you now have, instead of 64, or excuse me, eight, uh, 86, I don't know where I got 64. 80, 86, you take away 33% of that. So now you're at a 53% chance, right? So you have a 53% chance of coming back. It was like, yes, sure. I mean, you have What's over half. What's the breakdown half. for country? I have no idea. But I'd have to look it up. But like you have over half, sure. But like people that like that put that in that poll, like, yeah, I'd come back unharmed. You would not. You have a 53% chance. That's like flipping a coin and calling heads. 
and it lands on heads and you're like, oh, perfect. I'll survive the war. And you're like, maybe you would, but like 50% of the people will not. Like it's crazy. <laughs> Wild. Wild that you would believe that. Did you vote yet? There's World War One. Uh, no. No, I haven't. Is that your closing argument? Go ahead. I just, I, I voted And that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, unless you have more stories. Go, go on. vote. <laughs> Whoever you vote for, vote. Do it. Just don't complain vote. about the future if you don't vote. The people who should vote more than anyone is the youngest generation that's able to vote. Because in the last election, or excuse me, the last midterms, of the people that were eligible to vote, only like 20-something percent of them voted. In our state alone, it was like 16% of eligible voters. Yes. Like, so, it was like, like if you are unhappy with anything, go vote. If you're happy with anything, go vote again. I voted. Go vote on whatever you want. I was mad in, about it, know. but I did. Go vote on it. Okay. And if you're in Alabama, I'm sorry if you were trying to start a family. That sucks. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, though. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite. Uh, <laughs> As it, there's a TikTok. It's like they start laughing and they're like, you know, it's not funny, is it? It's quite sad is really what it is. I don't know what it's, what that's from. It's like a reality show or something. But like they, yeah. they were laughing about something tragic. And then they're like, it's not funny, is it, though? <laughs> but Wherever you are, we hope you have a good day and you have good, good yes, I can't tell. All right, I'll do it then. <laughs> I was trying to say something witty, but I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, I bet. You say the outro then. Well, this has been Mindless Prattle. Thank you for joining us for another episode. We hope you have fun. We know we did. <laughs> and we do hope you go vote in whatever you believe in. Unless it's the wrong thing, then don't vote for that. <laughs> uh, what he said. And above all, have a moist day. And we'll see you next time. Bye.